Like at, at this time of the year, it's January 1st, 2nd, 3rd or whatever. Yeah. Everyone is just shitting. Oh, yeah. Every day. Yeah. Poop, real bad poop too. <laughs> like cheese poop, party poop, <laughs> champagne poop. And it's awful. Yes. But just know that. That's the great, even like who? Justin Bieber. Oh, definitely Justin Trump. Bieber. Oh, God, could you imagine Trump oh, shit? Dude, just I, why would you even the worst. put that out there? I'm sorry. Hey, everyone, and welcome to a very special <laughs> episode of Save for the Show. So crazy. With Dan and Eddie, where here we are almost a year later. Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> still your favorite podcast, still the world's most relatable podcast. Yes. Even in death. Yeah. Even in death. And Eddie, people still raw. listen to the show. So raw. Yeah. So raw. Raw after death, like a <laughs> corpse filled with razor blades. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Okay. How are you, Eddie? I'm I'm good. How are you, Dan? Good. I've missed you. I've missed you as well. We haven't talked. We barely see each <laughs> for other. For a year. Yeah. It's crazy. And here we are. And not only that, but we're in the studio with a slightly different setup. Yeah. We're looking at each other. <laughs> we are. Like it's a job li- interview. It's a little awkward. <laughs> it's different. Normally, we sit side by side. Yeah. Like we're driving a car of comedy yeah. <laughs> into your heart. But now we're looking at each other. Yes. And I'm standing. You're sitting. It's like... A job interview. Yeah. And yeah, and you're already taller than me. So True. me sitting down. This is a power move. It is. I think so. I need you to know. That's why you I put the chair it. on my side. You're like, <laughs> you know what? You go ahead and sit your ass down. You sit down. down. This is my podcast. And I'm standing. <laughs> and now I do feel like this is great. I'm standing and I'm holding a microphone. Well, like good. with this setup, I feel like it's an actual like radio show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this, I'm... Uh, you're Howard, yeah, and I'm Robin in the booth, right? Just sitting across from each other. They complete. This is what was holding <laughs> us back. Exactly. We is our setup from the beginning? God damn it! Well, we should say right off the bat, show's not coming back. <laughs> no. <laughs> Get excited! I hope when you at home, hopefully, never unsubscribe from the show. Yeah. And for whatever reason, you got a notification. It said episode three twelve. You were pumped. <laughs> And you said, holy shit, they posted a new episode almost a year later. But don't get too excited. No. Because we're not restarting the show. (laughs) We're not rebooting the show. No. It's now a podcast about The Witcher. (laughs) The show and the video game. Yes. And the book. Because one of us, you've played the game and I haven't. So that'll be the dynamic is like, which one of us has played the game? There you go. I'll give you insight. Yes, sure. Let's do it. Perfect. New podcast. (laughs) Uh, But no, we're just here because... I meant what I said about the show is still alive. You know, we still mm. bless the hearts of these hundreds of people who still listen to the show every month. I, I still get an email here or there. That's so crazy. The show ended, but our lives haven't. <laughs> so if at any point while you're listening to the show, if you wanted to send an email to us, it would have came to me. Yeah. Definitely. And I would have read it. Yeah. So continue to do that. Please. Definitely. But otherwise, Eddie and I, we have not been hanging out nearly as much. Definitely not. Which is sad. It is. I miss you, man. I miss you, too. We need to do more stuff. I know. Just in general. We never hang out just you and I. No, it's always family. It's always family, and it's always our fucking kids. Yes. (laughs) Ruining everything. Yeah. Just right when you and I really start broing down. (laughs) Just like when you and I really just hit the peak, bro. (laughs) When the engines are idling, somebody falls and chips a tooth. Totally. Or, or it's like bedtime. We're like, oh, got to go home. Mm. Yeah. Well, this is what happens too. If, it, if we're at my house and you and I are having a good time mm-hmm. and it's like the third drink 
Because the third drink <laughs> is when shit really gets yes. crazy. You're but in for it. That's when things change. Yes. And oftentimes in my head, I say, rethink the third drink. Because <laughs> truly, the third drink is you've stepped over a precipice mm-hmm. into like, all right, I'm drinking now. Yeah. And your decisions get a slightly bit more exciting. Yes. And, you know, if you go to a bar and you have three drinks, probably shouldn't drive. Yeah. If I go somewhere and I have three drinks, I'm like, all right, babe, <laughs> you're driving home. Totally. Two drinks, I'm fine. Especially if you're eating dinner. We yeah. think the third drink, you're at my house, let's say. Mm-hmm. That third drink hits, and then you, and this, is, this goes both ways. If we're at your house and the third drink hits... My wife slash your wife here yes. will say, I'm ready to go. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Me and Eddie are just warming up. Yeah, I know. We're like, should we do shots? And I'm like, no, let's no do one's shot. doing shots. We're going home. What, I know. Well, if you're at my house, I'm like, let's do a shot. Yeah. I got totally. nowhere to be. And you and I will never turn down a shot from each other. No. And we're at your house. I say, yeah, let's do it. And my wife looks at me like, no, we're going home. <laughs> you guys need to hang out on your own time. Yeah. So, they tell, like remind you what you have to do, do tomorrow. Right. They're like, well, you know, we got to go to that game. Right. Like, yeah, I know. That's why I got to take this shot. I got a volleyball tournament <laughs> at 6 a.m. in Vesalia. Yes. I got to drive three hours for I know. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Anyway, so yes, we haven't seen each other. Barely talked for a year. Mm-hmm. So it is nice to get to see you. Yeah. I forgot what your face looked like. I so. forgot yours too. And what your voice <laughs> and that laugh, that beautiful oh laugh. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I think much. of it often. And I'm, I'm just happy uh, to give the, the people another dose of it. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that's what a lot of people have written in have said, not only, you know, listeners who don't know us personally, but people like my sister and just real life friends who are big fans of the show. They yeah. say, I don't really know what's going on in your guy's life. And I miss that. Yeah. And I get that because for nearly, what, seven, eight years, you and I had it all on Front Street. (laughs) And there was probably a bit of a withdrawal. Yeah. And on Instagram and Twitter and stuff, I mean, I have this dumb bit now where I post (laughs) what's in Dan's rap, (laughs) which I've been doing for 20 years. Yes. I've been eating weird rap stuff (laughs) since Vine, before Vine. I love that your dad is copying. <laughs> my dad. I know. My dad did a What's in Rick's rap. That's hilarious. Dude. So not the same. No. You're not getting the same Eddie and Dan content. <laughs> so here it is. Should, should, you should start like a mini, like a mini, mini podcast where you just. Okay. Like one minute of every hour, you do a quick. This, mm. is, this is what I'm doing right now. So 60 or wait, one minute. So 24 podcasts a day. Yes. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> that doesn't sound like 24 any... 24 one-minute podcast. That doesn't sound like any hard work, and certainly what you and I... Oh, no, it's just me. Yeah, it's just you, dude. I'm just... It's like Captain's yeah. Log. And I'm following. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'll just be a follower. On I'll Instagram. comment and stuff. Yeah. Great. I'm going to look into that. <laughs> but until then, we have this. Yes. And you know, maybe once a year, we'll sit down, we'll say hello, mm-hmm. we'll throw another show into the ether, until maybe that'll be the show, Eddie. That'll be the show. That'd be crazy. That... Ron Howard. I don't know. <laughs> this is a guy who sees it, picks us up, puts us on his shoulders. Is there any takes podcast us to the promised land? where it's like, yeah, we put out one show a year. Mm-hmm. Is there a podcast like that? Oh, boy. I don't know. The this, annual. This one. They'll call it the annual. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're going to copyright that right now. Great. Do I have to erase the other 311? Oh, yeah. that's. Just, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. All right. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but what has happened, Eddie, in your life 
you know, yeah. what's changed? Is there anything in, in your household? I know you went through a messy divorce. I did. Yeah. Um, when your kids died, <laughs> aside from those two <laughs> small things. Yeah. And I'm going to jail next week. Oh, that None joke. of it is related. Right. Uh, so we'll just leave it at that. Fair enough. Um, no, I mean, not much has changed. Still working in the same place. Still doing my thing. Uh, Remy is a year and a half, a little bit older than a year and a half. And the cutest, sweetest kid. Oh my God. Just dude. an he absolute is, light. He is a gem. You know? Definitely scored on the third one. Totally. First two, nah. Eh, you well, know? You say that, goofy. but that's a joke truth. <laughs> yeah. Call that joking on the square. Yeah. And the thing about Remy is he's the kind of kid who, I love all your children, <laughs> but. Whoa, that sounded weird. Okay. But. He's the kind of kid, and lots of kids like this. Like, he may very well be a crystal child, too. Yeah, Like, totally. Quinn. Like, he just has this energy. Mm-hmm. When you see him and play with him and talk to him, everybody knows the kind of kid I'm talking about. Yeah. I hope if you're at home, you have a kid like this. <laughs> and if you didn't, hopefully you have... Try to have another one. Yeah. And if it's a piece of shit kid... Sorry, man. <laughs> don't blame me. Um, but you're right. Your son is a, is a doll. Yes. Um, aside from that... Oh, I had shingles. Oh, that's I got right. shingles. Got the scar. Dude, um, how did that happen? I have no idea, dude. Completely random. I mean, do you have any idea where you picked it up? And well, I if you have shingles was a thing for If you people. have chicken pox, if you ever had chicken pox, then you can get shingles. So you have to have chicken pox first. Yes. So that's level one. Yeah. And then you get betrayed by level two, even <laughs> exactly. worse. Exactly, yes. Um, and then it can like it can strike at any time. Usually, mm-hmm. though, it only happens once in your lifetime, but it could potentially happen again. Again. Um, you but, can go blind. Like one of your your shingles, that almost went into your eye. Yeah, I had to it? like go get it, like go get my eyes checked out. It was, yeah, it was crazy, dude. Dude, and, what if you went blind? Oh my god, that, in one eye only. Yeah, maybe. Oh my and god. you had a sick eye patch. <laughs> oh my god, I wouldn't even rock an eye patch, dude. I would have like <laughs> the craziest glass eye. Yes. You ever watch the Last Action Hero? Oh yeah, that guy has all his glass yes. eyes were like different, dude. Does that movie That's hold what, up? We should ooh, watch that. We like, should totally watch with that. our kids. Yeah. Because Leah's old enough now. She's like, what, almost eight? Yeah, she'll totally Yeah, it's probably PG. I mean, for back then, PG. (laughs) That's probably, they probably say shit. Yeah. Which is fine. But there's an animated talking cat in it, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and the guy, he was like that classic 90s villain dude. Yes. Character actor. Yeah. You're right, with those sick glass eyes. Yeah. Okay, okay. So (laughs) So, now this isn't such a bad thing. I mean, I wish I kind of... shingle eye. (laughs) maybe lost it i don't know uh, um, but yeah i went to the doctor and they were like this we only usually see, see this in like women over 60 yeah and i was like what are you- <laughs> you're a 60 year old woman <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say doc but uh, uh i felt yeah. so bad for you and i remember when nicole told me about it like do you know the feeling when you hear about a friend or a family who has something awful they're going through yeah and you think man that really sucks but it's almost not even real yeah. And then I just imagined you and the hell you were going through. And I just was like, man, whew, I hope he's going to be okay. Because <laughs> I don't know what you It's like, it's like, I guess philosophically, I have no idea how shitty your life is right then. Yeah. It's a, it's a hard thing to have to think about. So I'm sorry. Thank you. I appreciate you it. That. And he came out the other side. I did. Thank you. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. This feels good. I was worried doing the show, you and I were going to be rusty. Okay. But the whole thing felt so, dude, I mean, we did it so many times. It's yeah. like fucking a bicycle. Yeah. Like, just even though like, the, the ritual of you coming here, I got you a water. Totally. I made myself a tea. Yeah. The whole thing felt very 
It really did. It's funny because Kristen, my wife, um, my wife, she before I came over, she's like, "Are you nervous to do the show?" And I was like, yeah. "Nervous, no." And then all of like, and then that immediately got hit with anxiety. I was like, "Yeah, should I be? Oh my god, what are you going to do?" <laughs> I was a little nervous too. I thought, well, a I didn't mention it anywhere because mm-hmm. my first thought was, you know, maybe I'll go on Twitter, I'll say, "Hey, we're going to do a show. Send us questions." Yeah. But then I thought. Then we have to post it. <laughs> what if we do this yes. and it's a steaming dog turd? It still could turn out to be one. <laughs> the show is young right now. Yes. Like, it could be awful. Uh, we don't have to post it. I mean, we'll see where, where it goes. We'll see. But here we are still having a great time. Yes. Well, I'm glad you survived shingles. Thank you. And I am too. Did you have any other debilitating diseases? Pancreatic uh, cancer? Aside something? from that, no. Yeah. Pretty, pretty tame year. Good. Yeah. Same here. I mean, I guess, well, two things. I quit my job and I started a company of my own. <laughs> oh, pretty tame. Oh, so, okay, <laughs> pretty <fine>. tame, Dan. <laughs> I, I, as I said that, and then the next thing I'm going to say that I did is a pretty huge thing, yeah. too. I bought a helicopter. <laughs> uh, I bought a helicopter. <laughs> That's my new job. No. Um, and that worked out well, thank God. Yeah. And Congratulations, thank by you. the way. Thank you. And we got a foreign exchange student. Yes. Which has been amazing. Amazing. And she's a 17-year-old girl from Germany. Yeah. And I can't recommend it enough to Super other people nice. to do. Yeah. You know, especially if, if you have young kids, wait till they're a little older. And to have this person in our house who's living here for yeah. nine months, on one hand, it seems very hardcore. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, it's pretty low effort. Like getting a dog, way more effort. Because <laughs> that dumb dog is going to live in your house for 13 years. Yeah. And you have to do everything for it. When you have an exchange student come to your house, and I should say exchange is the wrong word because we're not exchanging. Yeah. I didn't give her family. Evan. Evan. Yeah. My 13-year-old who doesn't speak German and would (laughs) die. What if you told him like, hey, we're doing an exchange (laughs) thing just one day. Where you're leaving tomorrow. To my (laughs) five-year-old. To my five-year-old daughter. We're putting you on a plane, honey, for 20 hours. (laughs) To Iran. Uh, To Iran. So have fun. So she's like, we just like bombed Iran, didn't we? Oh, America. So great time (laughs) to send my five-year-old daughter over there. Uh, But my wife, who is insane, Mm-hmm. like on a Sunday night said, we should look into getting a foreign exchange student. Yeah. And I know my wife well enough to know she has lots of schemes and crazy ideas. <laughs> and I just say, sure, babe, <laughs> totally look into it. Yeah. It's no harm in looking into it. <laughs> and so she goes to bed thinking I'm a great husband mm-hmm. because I'm open to her ideas. But I know in the back of my head, there's no way she's not going <laughs> to like another uh, pretty light will flash in front of her face yeah. on Instagram about, <laughs> you know, how to braid hair or something. And she'll focus on that. But no, she woke up in the morning and said, I looked into it and there's a girl and she in one night found. Like, yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. And you know, let's get her. And then boom, a week later I was picking her up from the airport <laughs> and she's living in my house ever since. That is so crazy, man. but it's really fun. It's fun for a bunch of reasons. It's fun for all the reasons parents had kids in the first place mm-hmm. because you get to enjoy all these cool things via them again and it's mundane things like kfc (laughs) you know kfc things that we take you guys go to kfc (laughs) she was fucking pumped to go to kfc you know so it's all those things too and especially living in california she wrote on her application she wanted to live in california Mm -hmm. because that's the interesting thing too look if you're paul from roanoke yeah where do you live virginia Mm -hmm. now virginia is pretty dope let's say you live in Every town is special. 
<laughs> Maybe you live in a state that's not as cool. Like so Iowa. So, like Iowa. <laughs> Tell me what's happened in Iowa. <laughs> Nobody from Germany or Spain or France yeah. wants to come to America and live in Iowa. Yeah. I'm sorry. They want to live in New York, California, mm-hmm. Florida, Chicago. And so she came here to California. So there's a lot going on here. Yeah. It's easy to take her to San Francisco and be like, yo, <laughs> boom. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. So do it. And you took her to Vegas. Took her to Vegas. For Christmas. Where yeah. we were born and raised. Yeah. Went on the strip. She loved that. That's awesome, dude. It's a good time. <laughs> it's a good time. So, and the other thing too is the kids that come here, they're not here to fuck around. Yeah. But they're good kids. Yeah. It's costing their parents a lot of money. Oh, yeah. And she has, when she goes back to Germany, she has to redo her junior year. Because Germany's like, oh, great, you're American school. No way. Yeah, we ain't taking those shitty credits. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. No way. So she's here to learn English, the immersive culture, mm-hmm. and just be a great, you know, daughter. That's I make her call crazy. me Host Papa, though, <laughs> or Mr. Dan. And now that I think about it, I, well, I don't even know, she doesn't really call me anything. <laughs> Dan, maybe? She doesn't even say your name, like, no. acknowledge you at all? No. Well, she has a, a, a mask. <laughs> On most of the time, <laughs> no. But I, I really, I wanted to just say, look into doing this, yeah. people at home. If you have some kids and you have the means and a room, yeah, you know that's the thing. They came to my house to make sure there was a room that she could live in <laughs> to do a exactly, background yeah. check. Pass the background check. Are you sure this isn't like ground zero for like Gilead? Like, are oh you, God, are you grooming her to be a handsmaid? No, I'm not. Um, and you—that's the thing. You get to pick two, boy or girl. And you have to tell them if you're like religious, because imagine if I had like a super religious conservative person here who wanted to go to church every Sunday, it'd be difficult. Yeah. So thankfully they have some satanic kids. That's what we got. (laughs) (laughs) Or atheist or agnostic or something. So like, how does that, how does that even, does she apply to a program like in her country? There's a bunch of programs. It's, there's a lot. So that's crazy. Do it. So that's it. Those are the two biggest things. Otherwise, just sailing. <laughs> yeah. Sailing. So the other part of the show is I still have continued writing down silly things mm-hmm. that have happened in my life. So I have a couple stories. Okay. That I, I mean, look, right now it's the holidays at least. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another reason why you and I found time to do the show because we're very busy. Yes. I've got a foreign exchange student, Eddie. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> and now we're just drinking and eating it's the most wonderful time of the year <laughs> and i feel like every morning i wake up and you know it's this week between uh, you're you're off from school work yeah. christmas new year's every day you wake up it's a new day you take a huge shit because you just drink and <laughs> ate like at, at this time of the year it's january first second third or whatever yeah everyone is just shitting oh yeah every day yeah Poop, real bad poop too, <laughs> like cheese poop, party poop, <laughs> champagne poop, and it's awful. Yes, but just know that that's the great. Even like who, Justin Bieber? Oh, definitely Trump. Justin Bieber. Oh God, could you imagine Trump oh, shit, dude? Just I, why would you even the worst put that out there? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me ask you a question. If you cut your arm mm-hmm. and you had like a cut or a scrape, okay, and it was bleeding mm-hmm. and some human shit got in that cup cut yes you'd probably freak out yeah what would you do to clean that um first probably rinse it with water and then Mm -hmm. pour a bunch of alcohol right (laughs) i mean aside from that i have no clue and let me sweeten the deal here let's say it's your own shit (laughs) okay does that make it less gross 
because for some reason, you know, like I love in families how they'll like all be drinking from the same straw and like, it's okay, we're family. Yeah. As if their saliva DNA <laughs> is what will make them not get sick. Yeah. Or something. Does that make it worse? The same? If it's your own shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like it's the same for me. Well, let me ask you a question. Another question. Okay. Because what happens when you have a fissure in your butthole? <laughs> And the only way you can find out that you're bleeding down there is when you wipe. Okay. And you wipe, and it's that awful feeling. You wipe in, you pull it up, and it's red, yeah. and it's brown. Yeah. Does this only happen to me? <laughs> Please tell me I'm not the only person. I think I, I honestly, th- I mean, that's probably happened to me. I'm you, you're having to search your mind, though. <laughs> My point is this time of year, since I feel like all I'm doing is pooping, Yeah. it's very sensitive back there. Oh, Eddie. it's 100% sensitive back And I feel there. like I, I rubbed it raw. Yeah. So it okay. just what my the gross part though is <laughs> you're right. Any other time in your body if you get poop in a wound, yes. You go to the hospital baby. Yeah. <laughs> but when it's your butt, but you're just like your I'm just gonna wipe it with this dry white cloth. Totally. And then move on. <laughs> totally. And so, yeah, yeah, that doesn't make any sense, right? No. It like doesn't. why why aren't bidets a bigger thing here in America? No. I feel like just a warm stream of water up your ass. Seriously. After taking a nice shit. Well, that sounds very soothing. I'm glad you mentioned that because for this podcast, <laughs> we're sponsored by 1-800-BIDET. No, there's probably sure there is. <laughs> it's a very generic bidet. <laughs> well, Trust us, though. It's, the quality is good. That's, they're expensive because, yeah. you know, they have to warm the water, right? You don't well, want to get ice cold water shot up your asshole. I think like the cheap ones that you can like get on Amazon that you just attach to that sounds your worse. toilet. I think it's, but because you I, you need an electrical outlet, right? If you're gonna yeah. heat shit up, right? Right. So unless what's you it have heating one. it with, like a hot pot, like you know, like a tea kettle, <laughs> you know? It's, yeah. I bet English it's just Paul a percolator. Has a tea it's like a percolator. It's just a percolator. <laughs> it's like a coffee machine next to your toilet. Yeah, you hear it like you know how they tick sometimes. You're like, why mm-hmm. the fuck is that thing ticking right now? No, or it just keeps water hot all day long because <laughs> I'm sure that would use no electricity. Yeah. All right. I don't know, but that sounds luxurious, and I want one. I want one, too. Well, look, maybe we should restart the podcast, restart the Patreon, okay. and I'll buy you a, <laughs> uh, a thing. I didn't make a note about that, but um, okay, here's a story. This is a true story, Eddie. Mm-hmm. I have these cats, these Persian cats, which I love yes. to death, and they're so beautiful. <laughs> and I am finding out, though, P- Persian cats, like pugs or other like flat-faced animals, Yeah, some people think they're cute. A lot of people don't. Yeah. I personally love my Persian cats, but they have like human hair. They don't really shed when I mean, they get so matted. I mean, they shed, mm-hmm. but they get mats in their fur. Okay. Like the worst homeless person on earth would get. Okay. <laughs> and no matter what, I brush them every night for hours. <laughs> I'm, I'm in my bed. I'm watching the witcher and I'm just petting and stroking and in brushing silk robe. in my silk robe with one of those like long cigarettes. <laughs> That Cruella de Vil or the penguin smokes. Yeah, with the holders, yes. And I'm just ashing everywhere, <laughs> brushing mats, but I still can't keep up on it. Yes. So the other day, my female cat, Lolly, I was brushing out a mat on her, and it was in a really bad spot, kind of by her butthole. Okay. So I had her on her back, and I'm brushing out a mat, and I yelled to Nicole, my wife. I love how you and I have to say these things, babe. <laughs> Nicole, hey, babe. Get out of the bathroom for a second. I need you. I'm going to hold Lolly's legs open and you're going to brush this mat out of her hind leg because I can't get it. Okay. She comes out of the bathroom, 
butt ass naked. <laughs> I'm like, what's up? She's like, oh, uh, we're going to a Christmas party, so I'm putting some self tanner okay. on my face <laughs> and my chest area, <laughs> like my upper titty. Okay, she didn't say. That. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. So she comes out with this tanner on, boobs out, and I'm like, great. I still get excited every time I see my wife naked. I do too. My wife? You see my wife naked? Yes, 100%. I still, every time I see my wife naked, I just look at her like, damn. Yeah. There's a naked lady right there <laughs> in my fucking house. So she comes out and she's brushing the cat and now the cat's getting pissed. And all of a sudden, Nicole lets out a scream like you wouldn't believe. And I thought, oh my God, the cat scratched her. No, dude, the cat sprayed piss all over Nicole's oh my face, God, all dude. over her chest, and it's because she just put self tanner on. No. It's like brown That's water, disgusting. drizzling down her, in her chin, down between her boobs. Oh my God, dude. I couldn't believe it. So she ran, jumped in the shower. That grosses me out, dude. That's you so... believe it? But then I thought, like, it didn't smell like pee. Is it, I wonder when cats spray? Is it almost like when a lady? sprays squirts <laughs> so you you or you gave your cat an orgasm so, what i'm thinking <laughs> is there was a oh, no i should have thought this joke through like a, a squirting pussy pussy squirting in my bedroom uh but yeah no it's a true story man my poor wife that's yeah did she how did she not throw i would have just oh, thrown up right there dude i know oh my the God. scream was so loud i thought for sure she got tore up yeah like a huge like got her scratch. nipple sliced yes. off <laughs> totally dude, cats, off. Cat, cats scare me dude they're yeah they are vicious they're a little weird yeah like i think dogs you would never say that's a weird dog like you're worried a dog could attack you yeah unless it was sick or had rabies but a cat you never really know what a cat mm-hmm. is thinking <laughs> um i'm looking through the other notes like i've got some weird notes here that i don't know what they mean like i wrote this down smoking hot yogi woman Tattoos, long ass. <laughs> I don't know what Tattoos that means. And a long ass. Okay. I wrote that down because something happened, and I don't. There's a lot of those kind of like one-off jokes here in my little <laughs> notebook. Oh, okay. Here's one. Another true story. Okay. I'm at Target with okay. my kids, and we're looking at toys. And you know when you're just kind of like walking around, and you just feel a person in your yes aura. Uh huh. I like look around, and there's this husband and wife. And this little kid. And they're on the same toy aisle as us. And I kind of like, oh, hey, okay. Go to the next aisle. And then they follow us. And now all of a sudden, like, it's, it, I can, it's like in the air. I can <laughs> feel something. And the woman comes up to me all of a sudden. And she's like, hey, how's it going? And I was like, uh, good? <laughs> she's like, you know, you look like a really great dad. And then I, all of a sudden I was a little disarmed. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I'm a pretty great dad. I mean, we're here at Target, you know, looking at toys. She's like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, then the husband comes up. He's all, you look pretty athletic. <laughs> I know. I swear to God. He says, you play, you play sports in high school? And I said, no, no. I, I mean, I played football, but he's like, yeah, man, you look like you're in really great shape. And the mom's like, yeah, you look like a really great dad. That like, thanks <laughs> and then my skin started to crawl yeah like it just felt weird and i kept looking weird. at their little kid and she looked sad okay like how, almost, how old was she probably like seven okay i almost wanted to say to her like hey little girl are you okay <laughs> <laughs> who are these people and this i swear 
Eddie, just like the, my cat pissing on my wife. I grab my kids. I say, let's go to another aisle. Go to the other aisle. They follow us again. <laughs> and the woman comes up. She's all, I'm really sorry to kind of keep bothering you. But, um, you know, I, I said you were a great dad. I, what do you do for a living? I'm just so curious. What? Yeah. And now I'm thinking this is a cult. What is happening? I said, <laughs> oh, I, I have my own business, like an advertising thing. She's all, wow. I mean, that sounds really great. Would you be open to other opportunities? And I said, no, you know, I'm pretty busy. Actually, we got to go. So we take off and we like go to like, um, even the kids are like, who are these people that keep talking to us? We go to the other end of the store. Eddie, I swear to God, they followed us to the oh other side God. of the store. I, I grabbed my kids and I was like, I ran. <laughs> and I did that thing where I got to the parking lot and I went to like another car. Yeah. And then finally went to my car. I was terrified. So you, you don't know who these people were? No, it was so scary. That's crazy. I almost dude. wish I would have continued with it. Like, what was it? Was it was it a Jehovah's Witness thing? Was it a, a multi level marketing thing? Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like, and then to have like a little kid with them, and like I know. they were just. I remember weird. what their faces look like, like especially the guy. He had glasses and this weird look, and when he told me I was in good shape, <laughs> I was like, "Well, thanks, man," <laughs> but it was just bizarre. Very, just very just weird. really bizarre. Hey, okay, so listen to this. So, like I said, we get lots of emails mm-hmm. still, and way before the show ended, we did an episode titled "Bladder Shy." Yeah, and what I'm realizing too is podcasting and the technology is changing so much, especially with searching. Where a lot of our old shows, aside from the titles and aside from our descriptions, mm-hmm. people are able to search. So, if somebody's searching podcasts for the mention of dick mouth. Boom. Really? Yes. Okay. So, for instance, Bladder Shy was the episode of one of our episodes forever ago mm-hmm. where I shared a story about being at a theater and at intermission, I couldn't piss. And I was like with my boss at the time and I had to pretend to go back and it was a whole thing. Yes. Okay. It was a situation. Yeah. So this guy wrote an email saying, hey, thanks, because I also am bladder shy. <laughs> well, he just wrote another email, and I, I want to read it. Okay. Because it was, it was so flattering and so nice, and there's two things about this. One, I want to draw some attention to being bladder shy. Yes. And two, he said something so nice about the show, I just, I'm going to read this. Okay? Yeah, totally. Hey, Dan, I discovered the Save for the Show podcast about a year ago, just before you called it a day when the episode in which you related an incidence of a shy bladder came up on my search feed. After listening to the episode, I sent you a note of thanks because being a guy who's lived most of my life with shy bladder syndrome or paru... Oh, shit. I (laughs) I don't want to butcher this. Peruresis. 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 (laughs) There's a term for it, Eddie. Peruresis. Peruresis. Uh, It was a revelation to hear a normal guy talk about having that experience as well. I certainly knew that on occasion, an incidence of stage fright is something most guys will probably experience, particularly at a large event, concert, or sporting event space, but hearing someone actually talk about it made that supposition a reality. So pause. Have you ever been bladder shy? Yeah, 100%. I told Nicole, and she said, no, I haven't. I said, bitch, what? You pee in a stall (laughs) alone. Imagine if you were at a trough yeah. next to a bunch of other ladies, like, I don't know, holding out your totally. vulvas. Yeah. Like, you might feel a little 
weird. Yeah. So, okay. So maybe it is something that only uh, affects men. Um, he goes on to say, I should share with you that in addition to being, uh, in addition to struggling with a shy bladder, I'm a board member of the International Pereresis Association. <laughs> So no there's a way. whole thing. Dude. No way. So I Googled around and, you know, I'm going to stop reading his, his email here. But what he said, and I never even thought of it this way, is for some men like you and I, it's something that happens once a year. Yeah. Whatever. For other guys, it's debilitating. So much so they won't go out because they can't piss outside of their house. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You know. Yeah. What about, and this is the one I never really thought about, a job interview or a drug test or the military yeah. and you have to piss in front of a person and they're just like look man i can't and yeah like why you on drugs but no man i i just fucking can't <laughs> i can't piss and so it's it's a real thing all right that's so is it a is it a psychological thing nobody is knows it? why okay but he says he uses our story in that episode of the podcast in like wow. group to, to share and it's it's changing lives. That's, that's okay. awesome. So if we do that's one, what we set out to do. If we do one thing right, we're doing that. Um, but then what he says, he goes on to say, along with that, I'm writing what is basically a fan letter. I'm not sure what it says about me that I become a fan of a show that no longer exists, but it is what it is. Over the past year, I've been listening to old episodes in a random order. And I expect to eventually get to all of them. I'm a retired grandfather who lives in a small town, and I grew up in a family of merged generations of German ancestors who practiced stoicism and repression as an art form and had an unwritten list of what is or is not appropriate to talk about. Uh, though I have very little in common with you, I find your humor to be genuinely funny. I find your comic timing to be on par with that of many professional stand-ups. Do you hear this, Eddie? What are you saying here? This is crazy. I find your ability to say almost anything to be absolutely refreshing. I find both you and Eddie to be very insightful observers of life. And given the fact that you invited listeners into your lives, I find you both to be totally likable, kind, and loving family men. Wow. Oh, and I like your politics. So thanks for making a lasting difference in the lives of others. Feel the flow. That's how he, that's how he <laughs> signed his email. So super shout out to David. Thank yeah, you for such that's a, amazing. Thank you. Such a really nice, nice email. That's like the nicest thing I know. ever in my entire life. It really made my day. So like F my kids. Yeah, they're worthless. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything to me anymore. All that shit I said about Remy, <laughs> I don't mean any of it. Yeah, But this email anymore. from David. Uh, so yeah, thanks for that. And, uh, yeah, so one person who never did send us an email, real mm-hmm. quick, Amanda Hugginkiss. What the fuck, Now, can bro? we talk about this guy for a second? Please. He played fantasy football. <laughs> he spent hours helping with the show, staying anonymous the whole time. Mm-hmm. When the show ended, I sent him an email, truly saying thank you. Who are you? He didn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> Not even like, no, man, secret stays with me. <laughs> and I wonder if he will hear this show. So yeah, if you, Amanda, if you do, by the way, by the way, speaking of the fantasy football, yeah, we did it again. Yeah, we did. So many people wanted to play fantasy football again, even though the show had ended that we did another year of fantasy football and guess who fucking won? It, it doesn't really matter. Me, <laughs> me, uh, shout out to we, the North though, who won last year. Mm-hmm. He came in second place. Somehow I came in first somehow winning. <laughs> and look, if we if those guys want to do it again next year, I really enjoy doing it. Yeah. So if you're a listener who wants to play fantasy football with us next year, 
and you get to play with Eddie. Mm-hmm. Other show personalities like Dylan, <laughs> Shuck, the Shuckster, who still does 800 podcasts. Yes. Uh, he's on there. Uh, Bomb Pop Dan, Dan Bomb Pop Guy. Yeah. He was in there. Is there anyone else who's a, a personality on the show? English Paul played last year, and I had to kick his ass out. Yeah. Because <laughs> the footy, he didn't like it, and he sucked, and, you know, whatever. Uh, so, yeah. That was great. I was really happy to win. Um, what else can I share that's happened funny? Uh, see, some of these are just real short. Okay. And I think normally what I would do is I would have taken one of these ideas and thought mm-hmm. about how I could flesh out a little bit. I'm not going to do that. Let's do it live, buddy. Done, okay? Let's do it live. I was man crabbing. Okay. Yes. I've talked about this at length. Once a year, mm-hmm. I go crabbing with some bros. I don't know why I never invite you. Uh, will, will you come this year? You can't, it's hard for you to get off work. It's hard, yeah, especially around that time when the holidays are coming up. Plus, yeah. I get I get motion seasick easily. All right, well, think about super it. Super easy. It'd be fun for you to come out there. Yeah. I would love to come out, and then I can just keep the campsite clean for the boys. When sure. you come back and cook up that crab. You could do that. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> totally. And you could still crush 300 Coors Lights. Yes. Rethink the 300th drink is <laughs> another little fun thing I like to say to myself. So I'm on a boat. Yes. with some dudes and there was a bluetooth speaker and i was in charge of the tunes mm-hmm. and which is always a difficult thing to do you know okay we're crabbing we're drinking these guys who are in their like 35 year old and up what do you put on yeah my go-to is usually like classic rock which is just sort of like easy yeah. fun but not like leonard skinnerd classic rock okay i don't like my classic rock to be for like what racist people <laughs> used to listen to well, I'm thinking more like Led Zeppelin, okay, like that kind of classic rock, or like '90s hip hop, gotcha. sort of thing, where it kind of feels fun to listen to. Yeah, and we're listening, and it was like Easy E, like NWA or something. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's like nine one one, and I'm like, oh shit, nine one one, and they're like, Dan, did you fucking call nine one one? Like I, I had pocket dialed nine one one from my cell phone. And I thought it was like a 90s hip hop song. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, shit, shit. So I grabbed my phone and I, you know, oh, hello. And the woman's like, 911, what's your emergency? And I said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I pocket dialed. She said, well, please secure your phone, sir. And she hung up on me. And oh. <laughs> so, yeah, there's <laughs> good one. <laughs> I said a short story. Yeah. Okay. But it was, I felt really bad yeah. for wasting this lady's time. <laughs> oh, here's another one. I went to a baseball game and it was hot. You know, that's okay. the one thing about baseball. It's always in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I waited in line. And I'm a sweaty guy, Eddie. I fucking sweat. Yes. Right? I'm waiting in line, and I, I pit it out. I mean, I, I practically pit it out right now. Mm-hmm. Like, literally on the show in my Paul from Roanoke, <laughs> uh, the Shoots Brewery shirt. Yes. And I get to the front, and it's a metal detector. And <laughs> I can see the guys in front of me are having to, like, put their hands up. Okay. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't want to put my hands up. I am... <laughs> fully blown out like my pits are just blown yeah. out and which is even worse thankfully it was only my pits because sometimes i sweat downtown yeah and nothing is more embarrassing like i remember in high school sweating so bad that especially in vegas i'd sit down on the chair with like wet underwear yeah and i'd stand up and i'd be like oh my god like I'm, i've like asked out <laughs> like i'm gonna have like a sweat line and how embarrassing for like a, a youngster in high school. That's why you always wore the uh, sweatshirt around your, your, that's your waist. Called, that's why it's called a sweatshirt. <laughs> to hide boys' sweaty assholes. But it's true. And even now as a grown man, sometimes yeah. I'll feel like, 
Like the other day I was bowling and oh, yeah. I wore the wrong pants. I wore like khaki shorts. Yeah, that's definitely like, this was a huge mistake. All that chafing and movement. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm at this baseball game. It's the metal detector. And I kind of get up and the guy's like, raise your hands. And I raise my hands like this. <laughs> Not removing my armpits from my side. Like you're doing the robot. I'm doing a robot right now. <laughs> and the guy's like, all the way, sir. And I just like, fuck. I just raise my hands to this guy. And I and have he goes, a... good luck. <laughs> well, and I was like a light colored shirt. I mean, Eddie, it looked like someone threw a water balloon. Yeah. Into each armpit. Yeah. Perfectly. And I turned around and there was another dad who just stared at me dead in the <laughs> eyes. And he gave me like a knowing nod, like. Dude, I'm sorry, man. Like, been there. Yeah. And it made me feel better. And I was kind of kind of nodded back like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm a man. What are you going to do? I'm sweaty and disgusting. See, that's why like, I gravitate towards darker colored shirts. Just yeah. because I'm like, okay, well, if I pit out, it won't be too big of a deal. Mm-hmm. That's a smart move. <laughs> Is that why you're wearing a black hat and a black hoodie? Right <laughs> all, I'm all black, dude. Sweating. My crutch. My socks are black. Yeah, you're like dark as hell right now. I know. I got. I was scared walking up to your house. I was like, right. people are gonna think I'm like gonna rob the. Seriously, place you look like you're yeah. on a cover of like a Dr. Dre. I was right? just gonna say, dude. Yeah, right. talking about '90s hip hop. Right. <laughs> I should have a Raiders jacket on right Seriously. now. Seriously, um, what were those? That's not, not startup starter starter yeah the puppy starter, starter I guess yeah totally. isn't that funny how that wearing that like in the nineties oh my god especially you're in junior high you're so tough so tough with your Raiders uh, <laughs> jersey uh, anywho so yeah that was very embarrassing <laughs> that was very embarrassing um, oh another reason ah that's not funny forget that uh, <laughs> sounds embarrassing there's a lot of dumb stories here Eddie what am I supposed to say uh, that's it should we stop I don't want to stop though because I'm stop. <laughs> Uh, there's like, here's something I feel like I'm mixing in a lot more than I used to. Okay. Like I was at Costco and there was a lady buying a ton of tortillas. And you know, when you see somebody kind of looking at something, mm-hmm. I do this all the time, especially at Trader Joe's, which is like, I know every product I've tried everything <laughs> at Trader Joe's. And if I walk by somebody and they're kind of mulling it over, like, Hmm, you know, like, Hmm, look at this, huh? and you can tell they're kind of like looking at it. I'll say, Hey. I've tried that, and it's excellent. And nine times out of ten, they say, oh, cool, which is funny, because where else in your life, when you look at reviews, mm-hmm. and there's one review, <laughs> and it's five stars, yeah, you'd say, that's not enough. <laughs> I've never bought anything on Amazon yeah. with one review. Totally. But then I put them in an awkward position where it's like, well, I told you that was good. <laughs> you better put that in your fucking cart. <laughs> Or don't be rude to me. And nine times out of ten, they're like, okay, fine, I'll put it on my card. And maybe I walk away and they put it back on the yeah. shelf. Uh, and I did this at Costco where a woman was really going over these tortillas. And I said, hey, those are great, but they go bad really fast. And she looked at me like most people probably should have mm-hmm. and said, I don't care. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> Because she's right. Who, what the, who am I that I need to talk to strangers and give my unsolicited opinion on tortillas? Do you ever do this? Do you ever just talk to people? I, I am not that dude, man. I, uh, I, I don't want to keep that to myself guy. as much as possible. I'm turning into an old Jewish lady. I hate when people talk to me. Dude, when, um, yeah, I don't want to be that guy. I drove. So for Christmas, my wife and son flew, and mm-hmm. I, me and the girls drove down to Vegas. Yeah. So driving back, we had to come up through Nevada instead of going up through 
California, California yeah. because they closed the I-15 at state line because it That's snowed crazy. like three feet. That's nuts. doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. So I went through um, Vegas. So we stopped in Hawthorne. It okay. was after Tonopah because mm-hmm. Tonopah doesn't have that McDonald's anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. They don't have a McDonald's Dude, anymore. Dude, you were just talking right to five people. I know. Right? <laughs> right now. Who've done the you Reno know the drive, guys. Vegas Anyone drive. who's made that drive, yeah, on yeah. the 95. But so we stopped in Hawthorne and we were eating and it was super crowded because it's the only McDonald's in like a right. 50 mile radius. And really to kind of hit this home, like the drive from Las Vegas to Nevada to Reno mm-hmm. is so desolate. Yes. It's truly like whorehouses. Yeah. Because prostitution is legal. Yeah. And so this restaurant was kind of like the first restaurant. In maybe even hours. Yeah. Right? It's where everyone stops. Totally. It's like a midway break. Yeah. So no wonder it was slammed. Yeah. And it was it was cold and there was snow and holidays. Um, so we're like sitting there and it, it's like a like a like a lunch table basically. Mm-hmm. And one side has benches and one side has a stools. So me and the girls sit on one side with stools, and because it's so crowded, another guy sat on the other side. Mm-hmm. And he's just sitting there, and my girls are just kind of looking at him, and he's like, Ooh, good French fries, huh? They're like, yeah. And he's kind of <laughs> weird. And he's like a redneck looking guy. Yeah. And then he looks at me. He's like, hey, you Filipino? Oh, God. And I was like, uh, yeah. And he's like, oh, my wife's Filipino too. And I was like, oh, oh thank God. Okay. I, I thought this was going to be some weird <laughs> shit, right? What kind of question is that? Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. He's like, yeah, I married her to Manila. And I was like, oh, okay. Were you in the service or anything? He's like, nope. Mm-hmm. But I wrote her for six months and fell in love. We've been married for 30 years. Wow. And I was like, okay, cool. Jeez. And then, um, because I'm not really a conversationalist with mm-hmm. strangers, I sure. go back to what I'm doing. Right. Like that was enough. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, like, sir. Oh, cool, cool little thing. And then, so one of my girls goes to the bathroom and he goes, hey, what's your name? And I was like, Eddie. And he's like, and you little girl, what's your name? And she's like, Marlo. And then, and then my other daughter comes back. He's like, and what's your, what's your name? She's like, Leah. And then he's like, and what's your mama's name? And I was like, okay, what do you need right. our names for? And he pulls out a notepad and he writes it down. And then he hands me this business card and he's a prayer warrior. Oh God. And he's like, I have a long list of names that I pray for every morning. And you put your families on it. And I was like, okay, that's Jesus. so kind of you, sir. Literally. Yeah. Um, but also like, a little a weird prayer like, warrior yeah and he had a card and he's like maybe maybe you're down on your luck maybe yeah. you're you're sick and you need a little help he's like call call me and it's his cell phone number call me yeah and it's a cell phone number and it has his name and he's like and i'll pray for you wow and i'm like this is crazy who's dude. got the time for that <laughs> this guy who lives in Hawthorne. what's his number i wish we should call him right now <laughs> I meant you immediately threw that card out, but I would love. <laughs> well, he gave me five. He gave he gave me wow. one for me, one for my wife, and then two to my girls. Because they need it for their cell phones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for their five year old cell phone. And then when to hand out, and he's like, "Yeah." There I you wonder go. if those people, my target, were prayer warriors. <laughs> I don't know. They, it's hard for me to say prayer <laughs> <he> warrior. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> I was like, "What is that?" So I imagine him like fighting demons and shit. Probably. Yeah, that's Bibles. pretty hardcore. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we should do something like that. It seems like a good prayer way. Yeah, I could just talk to people all the time. Like, we dress like actual warriors with like knives, <laughs> armor. Yeah, I can't help it. I, I guess I'm just bad as him. Yeah, except I'm just trying to give them tips on <laughs> what pickles to buy exactly. at Trader Joe's. Uh, and I did mix in once on the train. I was riding Amtrak, and I've talked about this on the show at length. Where when you're on an airplane and the stewardess says. Excuse me, we have a young mother and daughter trying to sit together. Can anybody move? Every hand in the 
fucking airplane should shoot up. Yeah. But only like one will. Yeah. And then they clap for him like he cured cancer. Exactly. So I'm always on the lookout for like family so I can move because mm-hmm. I know what it's like. So I'm sitting on Amtrak, a train, and there was, it's two seats, one and two. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting and there's a person, an open seat next to me. So a woman gets on the train with a kid who's like six. Okay. And sits down in the aisle across from me with her kid on her lap. And I say, hi, I'm happy to move so you can sit with your daughter. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, it's fine. I said, no, 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 please. She's like, no, it's fine. I'm like, all right. All right. So all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this other woman comes and sees this happening, Mm -hmm. just like any good person would say. And she's like, ma'am, I'm sitting up here and there's an open seat next to me if you'd like to move. And then she glares at me. Like the woman who's offering to move yeah. looks at me like, you fucking asshole. You dick. I can't believe you're not moving. And the woman's like, no, it's fine. I don't want to move. And the woman's like, okay. And she glares at me again. And then she goes and sits back down. Meanwhile, the train conductor comes up and he's all, ma'am, um, you need to move. Yeah. She's like, no, one seat. I'm only paying for one seat. And I'm like, oh, gotcha. now I see why. Yeah. He's like, no, your daughter is eight years old <laughs> you can't just which made me laugh it made me think like imagine you and me on the train yeah. it's one seat conductor we're just holding on to a seat yeah maybe if, if i was like in a baby bjorn oh no it's holding more convincing. <laughs> it's like that dumb rule on the new york subway where i guess you can bring your dog on if it fits in a bag so oftentimes oh, you'll really? see like a golden retriever in like a huge bag what i know it's that's dumb. crazy it's dumb all right eddie look we did a show. We yeah. did a podcast. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I did ask you if you had a real treat. Yes. You know, I, I think real treats are still special. <laughs> I hope the folks at home are still holding real treats in their heart. Fields miss, mm-hmm. you know, or California Christmas, yeah. which is fair. <laughs> you know, so, so we do this thing, Fields miss, <laughs> where the week before, two weeks before, we celebrate Christmas here in California. Mm-hmm. And Eddie's family does it too before we go home to Las Vegas where the rest of our family is. And I urge anyone to, to keep Christmas special yeah. with their own immediate family before totally. they go home and it's a zoo. Yeah. And before you moved up here, we called it Fieldsmas because yes. my last name's Fields. Then you moved up here <laughs> and you celebrated Fieldsmas. And then I noticed this year your family, especially your girls, started calling it California Christmas. Yes. You know what? <laughs> I get it. That's it totally It honestly doesn't, doesn't matter to me at all. I know. But um, Kristen was like, well, we need to be more inclusive. I, I like, agree. All right. Because for a minute we had Galindo's Eve. Yeah. And then Fieldsmas. And that was dumb. <laughs> and I would not want to celebrate Galindamas. Because that's, you're right. It should be more inclusive. Yeah. So, so. sorry for taking Fieldsmas away from me. <laughs> but fine. Calvary Christmas <laughs> it is. Uh, but the thing, and I get at least one email a year about this. Want, need, wear, read. Mm-hmm. Is, a, is what we do here. Four presents. Yeah. I, I should tweet about that every year because it's really a game changer. It makes it so much easier mm-hmm. for everyone. Right. Yeah. You get four presents, something you want, something to wear. Oh, fuck. I fucked it up. <laughs> something you want, something you need, something to wear, and something to read. Yes. Keep it simple. Please do. The kids don't need 20 goddamn presents anyways. No. Especially if they have like grandparents who are buying them crazy amounts right. of gifts. Like, And your significant other we're terrible gift givers yeah. give some guidelines yes like if you have a, a significant other whether it's a man or a woman or whatever give them help yes like do not keep these holidays and birthdays as like a test 
just hope they find something great. Don't expect them to know what you want. God, no. Yeah, because we're stupid. Yes. Look, my wife is a great giver, gift Mm -hmm. giver. I don't tell her, and she gives me good gifts. She's good at it. She knows I'm terrible. (laughs) So she tells me, buy me this, and then I do, and then she loves it. Versus like me buying her some you know awful lotion yeah from rite aid trying to be cute about it too like right. I, well, I bought you this because it means it has a rose on it and you're no. like my rose you know no. you're like no you fucking dumbass seriously it doesn't make any sense i saw this really funny snl commercial for you know those pandora charm bracelets <laughs> yes that these poor moms get yeah and then for the rest of their life they get a goddamn charm for some ugly bracelet yeah that no woman wants to wear one year i remember i bought my wife lotion from a kiosk from the mall <laughs> because some smoking hot like Ukrainian babe <laughs> gave me a hand massage. She even massaged my kids' hands. <laughs> and we were just smitten. Spent like $80 on this garbage lotion. And when I gave it to my wife, she's all, what is this? What brand is this? I don't even know what this is. It was awful, Eddie. Okay, look. <laughs> Point is, real treat, I guess. What's what's your real treat that you're holding? Uh, so my real treat is uh, I finally got kind of an official karaoke setup at my oh. house. So like after spending a little bit more time at home, and my dad has a karaoke machine. Yeah, we're singing during the holidays. My daughter Leah loved it, mm-hmm. and so she's my, a great voice too. I mean, let's not get carried away with with that. Okay? I think she's. I've heard her singing. She she's got some she, natural talent. She yeah. She, she can I hold think she does. She mm-hmm. can. But then she gets like a little too crazy because she thinks she's like Adele or something. I know. I've and, heard that too. She's like Mariah Carey. Yeah. Or and then and and it, but the problem is she'll she thinks she's so good and then she'll put like Marlo down and she's like oh. Marlo, you sing so ugly. Like sing like me. And it's like, come babe, on, babe, you need a reality check because right. And she, she actually got mad at my wife today when she was on on their way here mm-hmm. for the sleepover. Um, because she told my wife that she wanted to move to LA and try to be on America's Got Talent. And my my. wife was like, oh, that's a great, like, you need to keep practicing though. Like you need to get some lessons and stuff. And she's like, you don't think I'm good enough to go to America's Got Talent right now? Right. Trick question. You, you just learn how to sing like in tune. Right. uh, Let's take it step by step here. Right. So um, let's move. Let's do it. Yeah. You hear about that often where, you know what? We're moving the whole family. Yeah. We're totally. following your dream. I'm making my dream your dream. <laughs> and we're doing it. But you got to see like pretty amazing talent out of your child. And I don't <sighs> think singing necessarily yeah. is what we're going to put all our money on for Leah. I've seen her draw horses. <laughs> yes. She's better at drawing horses. She's better singing. at being a horse. <laughs> she, she does a, a great horse. Yes, definitely. Too. Um, but so, so your karaoke setup. <laughs> yeah, so we got a karaoke setup. Wow! And it's super easy because like I stream YouTube to the TV with the lyrics right there. With the lyrics, nice. Um, and there's a YouTube channel called Sing King, I want to say. Okay. And it has like every single new and old song you could ever want to karaoke mm-hmm. to, and then it all goes through my um, home theater thing. What, um, what's the microphone set up? It's though? two like wireless mics. Oh, okay. So there's like a there's like a box and in between I don't know what karaoke amp maybe mm-hmm. is what they call it. And you run the yeah, you just run that to your home theater and then run a cord from your TV to that. That's awesome. Um, that's the kind of setup your dad's rocking. He's not rocking some. No, he has weird like the expensive. Box. He has the. It's called a magic mic. Okay. And like those are like specific karaoke 
mm-hmm. microphones, but it's like four hundred, five hundred dollars. That's an investment like that. for your dad, though. Yeah, exactly, because he has parties all the time. Right. Like family comes over and he does this shit. He would never spend four hundred dollars on a PlayStation. Yeah, exactly. But on a microphone for him to sing, fuck yeah. You know, and what was the song? Uh, it's a great song. <laughs> what is it? I forgot. Oh, I can't remember now. Oh my god, dude. Um, what is it? Uh, dig, dig, Eddie. Um, we used to sing it here all the time like a joke. <laughs> someone, someone write in and let us know if you remember. You I can't remember now. Me now. No, no, it's some song like that. It's like it's a an sappy, old, yeah, it's an old yeah, love song. Sappy song. Uh, I want to make it with you. <laughs> is. Isn't that what it is? Yes, that is exactly yeah, what it is. There it is. Yeah, and it's, for some reason he's Chinese when you sing it like that. <laughs> well, but, uh, <laughs> I can't do a Filipino except beat rips, <laughs> beat rips, yeah, and sup boy, sup boy. Ah <laughs> yeah, uh, man, well that's a great one. Hopefully, maybe this weekend. Yeah, we're going to have pizza tomorrow night. Oh yeah, together. Totally. So maybe we'll go back to your house and I'm you know, totally down for that. I can do uh, kiss from a rose. <laughs> it's waiting for you. Good. Um, what's my, my real treat is similar. I'm super late to the record game, but I'm loving collecting records. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know why, cause I love music so much, mm-hmm. but the fun thing about records is it scratches all these itches that I've in my life where it's like collecting, it's hunting, mm-hmm. it's going to thrift stores and garage sales and everyone's saying like, Oh my God, look at that. It's a record. Yeah. And like any ritual, whether it's the podcast making coffee taking a shit even is a ritual you go you go i go to my record area you pull it out Mm -hmm. you're feeling it you put it on and that's nice yeah and you're so committed to a record too yeah that's true now with spotify and alexa and all those things next song next song next Mm -hmm. song like with a record you you can skip a song but Mm -hmm. you don't so when it's on it's on and it's just there yeah and i kind of like that again it feels like more how music used to be yeah i guess totally. some love and all that you should get one of those what, what what's the old school records where it's just a big old horn oh like a gramophone <laughs> and that's like crank yeah it? if you were really into the record game i think you I'm might not. have one of those when i have a record player it's like a 90 dollars bluetooth record player <laughs> that pumps the music to an alexa speaker so uh, i don't okay. care like <laughs> i don't care about the craft my needles and yeah. all that bullshit but i do like the record yeah itself like the tangible yeah. like yeah totally but i'm not an audiophile where no. i have the speaker but i mean like half of the fun is like digging for yeah. cool records and finding you know like vintage stuff like that right but uh yeah totally. i don't know so yeah i'm, I'm new to that um the other thing that i wanted to say similar is listening to books on tape Mm-hmm. With your kids in the car. Yes. I don't listen to podcasts, which is probably another reason why this podcast never took off because <laughs> I had no idea what the marketplace was. Uh, but we listen to a lot of books on tape. Mm-hmm. And the best are these old classics like Little House on the Prairie, oh, okay. um, Charlotte's Web. And a lot of them are read by great people. Like the, the person, all the Ramona and Beezus. Oh, yeah. Like all those Beverly Cleary books. Mm-hmm. They're read by uh, Neil Patrick Harris. And oh, wow. Okay. Things like that. I, maybe this is a real treat I've had before. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm feeling like I've said this before. But we were listening to Little House on the Prairie. And that one is so fascinating to hear how life used to be in America. Dude. It, is that what it's about? I've never yes. read that book. It's unbelievable. Okay. Like the way she recounts. And look, every once in a while, we're listening to this with my kids. Mm-hmm. There was this book we were reading called, like, not Junie B. Jones, some other book like that. Mm-hmm. And the teacher 
had a student in the class and his name was like Ezel or some, or Ty, no, his name was Tyrone. Okay. And he was black. And Tyrone in the book rapped. And the way he rapped, <laughs> and the teacher would say, Tyrone, you're crazy how you always be rapping. Like, <laughs> it was so hard to listen to and what? so racist. Yeah. Oh my God. This is, when I'm in the car with my kids, I'm like, look, this is an old book. Yeah. And, you know, they, like Little House in the Prairie, they say Indian a lot. I'm like, hey, you know, you can, Native American, whatever. Yeah. But something that we just read, which blew my mind, there's a teacher. And the teacher, there was these big kids, these rough kids, and they hated the teacher, so they beat him up, and they killed him. <laughs> they killed the teacher, these mean kids. Okay. Because they hated going to school, and everyone was just like, yep, they sure gave Mr. Course a thrashing so bad that he died. And then the next teacher who came in, like, whoa, 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 what? The, the kids killed the teacher. Like, it's really Did good. Did anybody notice that? Were they like, Dad, what the fuck? Well, then the what new the teacher fuck? came and everybody was really sad because they liked him so much. And they knew those big biz, big kids, they was going to give him a thrashing. <laughs> but instead, this new teacher, he had a whip. And oh, he, like, okay. beat the shit out of the other kids. So anyways, Little House in the Prairie. <laughs> Books on tape. Do it. Yes. All right. Definitely. And that's it. There it is. Okay. Oh, one more thing. Shout out to Albert. Our yeah. first and best fan. Mm-hmm. We correspond over email. He just sent me a really nice long email. So super, super shout out to him. Um, and that's it, dude. Yeah. So the show's still here. Uh, save for the show at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can still send us an email. Um, the, the show's not going away. It's still save for the show.com. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. It's on all that. And I don't know, maybe next year. We'll see what happens. We'll get a wild hair up our ass. <laughs> And, uh, and a fissure that we can't wipe away. I can't. I can't. I'm done. No more fissures. I need. I need a witch hazel wipe. Dude, yeah. I've. I've. It was coming in hot for a while these past couple of days. I don't have any hemorrhoids though. Thank God. Yeah, I had. I think I had my first like actual real hemorrhoid. You like, a couple of weeks ago, buddy. And I was like, but it was weird because it was like I needed to put pressure on it uh-huh. and not like. I don't, I don't know. It was weird, but dude, you would know. (laughs) I had a hemorrhoid once and I'm sure I've talked about it on the show. (laughs) Dude, it's like you have like a little tiny balloon of skin outside of your asshole. (laughs) It's awful and uncomfortable. I had it in college. Yeah. And I think I I talked about this. I had to carry, it was called Anasol. (laughs) It was special (laughs) cream that I was carrying around in my backpack in between classes. I'd go into the bathroom stall and put Anasol on my hemorrhoid. (laughs) Because it hurts so bad, I couldn't even sit. Oh my God. And I was terrified I was going to have to go to the doctor and get it surgically removed. Oh, man. Yeah, you would know if you had yeah. ever. <laughs> There's no, like, okay. maybe. I had, something. I had something going on. Yeah. It was uncomfortable, but it wasn't, like. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, anyways. Well, you take a look and, and right, let me listen, know, let me know show, what's going on. Out you that bend way. over. I'm going to post it on TikTok. <laughs> and uh, the TikTok challenge. <laughs> yeah. That's the say for the show challenge is you look at your best friend's asshole and see if they have a, a hemorrhoid. All right, that's it, Eddie. All right, uh, I miss you guys. I know. I miss the show. I miss you. And yeah, that's it. So otherwise, this has been episode 312 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you soon. See you.